It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Thursday, January 5th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast, Welcome which may not be the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast for much longer. We might be reworking the name a little bit. Yeah. We figured yeah. it was maybe time. Yeah. Uh, and with that, I mean, we need like a new graphic, a new like, title card that goes with it, and I don't, maybe even some new music. It's been a, it's been the same for a long time. We might be switching it up. So um, it'll still be a very similar podcast. New year, new B and S. Oh! I was telling my new year, son, new P. <laughs> I was telling my son Bo about this last night that we're thinking of just like changing the name and. Yeah. Some other things about the podcast, and he was not happy. Uh-oh. Did not, was not down with change. People don't like change, so... People do not like change. We may go through some criticism for it, but here we are. We're going to do it anyway. Yeah, don't Maybe. know when that's coming, but no. don't be surprised one day if it looks and sounds just a little bit different. Just a little. Different, but all your favorite segments will still be on the show, mm-hmm. and you can still still be a Venus head. That's not going anywhere. No. <laughs> on today's show, uh, we're going to talk about the doctor shortage... Uh, an etymology, what we're grateful for, a TV trope that Shauna picked up on. Going to ask Shauna some questions out of this book I'm reading right now. Uh, type of snobs that have to do with the road conditions in the winter. Uh, I thought of another dad badge. The goat of animals, which turned out to be a pretty funny discussion. <laughs> and a new service we could be offering here uh, at BNS Incorporated after your out of context clip of the show. Where do we go after death? Should I buy Bitcoin? Why is one breast slightly bigger than the other? What's this worrisome bump on my taint? BNS in 20 minutes or less. Yesterday at the gym, uh, for some reason, they had a religious program on TV. Oh. Normally it's sports. Yeah. For whatever, yesterday they had some churchy program up there with a bunch of people talking about somebody wants to watch a churchy program that's that's fine at the gym i guess yeah um and there was a commercial during this program and the commercial was for some ministry and the commercial people were asking a bunch of questions like who am i and what should i be doing and then there was a phone number it's deep and and i assume the ministry claims to be able to answer these questions for you right Right. yeah which i was like oh that's, that's a bold claim um, yeah, these we, people are getting motivation from Jesus to work out. It's good. You know? Can we do that? Can we? Yes. Make the same claim to be the uh, the answer to all of your questions. Um, I mean, I feel like you're as likely to find the answers here as you are. Well, by calling the number that was on that on the screen <laughs> for this ministry. So we have to take the same approach as them. I think. Okay. Who am I? What should I be doing? What year is it? Why is a platypus a thing? Is Bigfoot real? What's the best word for an ass? Why do farts smell worse in the tub? Why are Beckler's eyes so close together? What's my purpose in life? Why does B.O. smell like tangy onions? Did I lock the house? Where do we go after death? Should I buy Bitcoin? Why is one breast slightly bigger than the other? What's this worrisome bump on my taint? You have questions, we have answers. X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Have we ever discussed the greatest animal of all time before? Hmm. This seems like an extremely basic question, but when I got thinking about it, I was like, I can't recall us ever having this discussion. I'm trying to think. It's, it sounds somewhat familiar, 
But I don't remember what we said. No. If we did talk about it, maybe it wasn't even on the air. Maybe it was just like one of those conversations you have in the office. You and I just start our chat <laughs> discussing ourselves. What's the best animal? Yeah. The well, greatest so animal of all time. Okay, so is it open to everything? I think so. I was going to say like, yeah, basically anything that's a living creature that's not a human, I would I would include in this. Okay. Um, And it's, I mean, this is tough because as I got thinking about it, I was like, oh, I, I don't even know where to begin. There are so many options. Like, do you go with the strongest an apex predator of sorts or like the animal with the most superpowers? Or do you go with like the most successful? Yeah, like I mean blue whales are amazing just for their sheer size, but I wouldn't say greatest of all time. Yeah, they are the largest a- animal ever and they're like even the, the the odd video we have of them, they're so majestic, aren't they? It is they? crazy. It's like that thing lives on this planet. Like almost otherworldly, yeah, right? Yeah. But then there's like something like a lion. You know, which is an apex predator. And there's something about lions that just seems so regal and so... Yeah, it wouldn't be a lion. I mean, are you counting humans in this? No. Because we're by far... No, I said minus humans. Yeah, you got to take them out. I missed that. Yeah, it's fine. It would be us by a mile. Yeah, no, that's lame. What else Mm. would you put in there even as a discussion point? I mean, from the human perspective, would it have to be an animal that has greatly helped us? Would it have to be like dogs or horses or... Yeah. Something like that. And you I know? mean, there's a very solid argument for both of those, yeah. right? Because, I mean, we've been a- allowed to reach this point in part thanks to those animals. And, I mean, dogs are a human's best friend, right. right? So, from the human perspective, would it be... But then I was thinking, like, something like an octopus, which, again... So, you're just looking at really cool animals, right? Well, almost, uh, there's just... Uh, yeah, almost otherworldly, again, when it comes to the octopus. And there's something really weird about them, right? When we do studies yeah. and realize how intelligent they are. And dolphins are another one just because of intelligence. But again, yeah. I don't think I'd go with anything like that. I'd, no. I'd go with something that, like, like I, a me truly personally. Assisted. Yeah, or like, yeah. okay, so I was thinking, what if you looked up um, just like the animal that there's the most of? You know, the animal that has been mm. maybe the most successful on Earth. And by biomass, like if you went just by like... If you took all the animals of a species and how much they weighed, yeah, uh, looks like it's earthworms. Well, that's a lame answer. Is it earthworms being the greatest of all? Th- oh, God. but they're everywhere, and they're they're yeah. so important to you know. I suppose to, so. <laughs> to everything, to everything. Or like ants. There's yeah. just ants everywhere, and the ants are incredible. You want to ants talk about incredible. an incredible little creature? So are bees. And bee? Oh, bees! How could I forget about bees? Bees are a big one. I'd be tempted to go with something from the insect world. Yeah. For that reason, ants, bees. I wish I took both. insects out of this because thinking of earthworm mm. as being the greatest of all time just sounds lame. But you're right. I mean, it makes sense in many levels. I know when you talk about like what's the greatest the greatest of earth, greatest picture earthworm Jim at the top of the getting getting his award crate awesome <laughs> like an Wait, earthworm just, after a rain trying to get off the sidewalk yeah, before it dries that and you're thing like, that's she the is. greatest of all time look at it everyone let me the pick goat. this up look the goat right here mm-hmm. <laughs> the robin takes it and it's gone oh well there we go. <laughs> The goat's gone. The so. gentle Robin <laughs> takes and flies away. That was the goat right there. Yeah. We just saw him. Thanks, Robin. <laughs> I go it. Enjoy your lunch. Didn't make it to the to grass in time. Shriveled up on the sidewalk. The goat oh, right there. Oh, yeah. There it is. Uh, real majestic. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I thought of another dad badge. Oh, yeah. If I could su- submit this one yes, for please. consideration. Mm-hmm. So my son Brigham is five, and he hurt himself. That he hurt his leg, and he was crying. And I was trying to console him. 
uh, and I, I asked to see his, I was like, can I see your leg? And then I made an age-old dad joke. I said, I think we're going to have to amputate. Oh, that is a classic. That is a dad joke, Man, isn't it? Man, I haven't it? heard that one in a long time. Uh, we're going to have to cut it off. That we're going to have classic. to take the leg. Yeah. Any of those, mm-hmm. right? And then they kind of giggle and then hopefully feel better. Yeah. So I think if you could either go specifically that dad joke or to expand it out further, when a child is hurt or upset, dad has his own methods. The distraction method. Of, yes, of trying to console that child. Totally. Uh, I would also... Uh, consider, you know, when dad hurts himself yep. to make the kid feel better. Right. There's that one. Or the want me to hit you on the head and then you'll forget about your leg. That's joke. right. Which is a, a variation of, okay, in the 90s, there was this really bad Damon Wayans movie called Major Pain. And the, the, when the opening scene, he's in combat and he finds this, this, this fellow soldier who's been shot and he says, I'm in shade lip, trick. Take your mind off that arm. You want to show me a little trick? Take the mind off that arm, and he breaks his finger, oh and the guy's God. like, ah! <laughs> "My finger! Oh. My finger!" Works every time. He says, same thing, right? My dad used to always say that to me. Yeah, want me to hit you wherever, and then it'll take your mind off your blah blah blah. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Ha. Oh. Those all fall under the Those dad badge of Absolutely. consoling an injured or upset child, I think. Yes. VNS so. in 20 minutes or less. I noticed over this past little while that there's a new type of snob that I'd never quite realized until now. These are road condition snobs. <laughs> so the roads, because of the weather, have been pretty awful throughout Canada and even beyond. And yep. people uh, seem to be comparing the different type of roads to one another. I was talking to one friend about how bad the roads were headed out to the mountains the other day. And then he was like, oh, but but nothing compares to the blowing snow driving out of Regina. And then I was like, and our mountain roads are great in comparison to some of the remote roads in, in B.C. And then my sister was like, well, the roads from Vancouver to Whistler were insane because of the rain and the hydroplaning that goes on. And those are the worst roads. And we seem to like to compare the road conditions. Oh, well, you you haven't seen anything yet. And when you're in it, it's bad. Yes. I, I get it. Totally. I get it, but you're right. You think your road conditions are bad. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen the ones that I drove on. Oh, so, no. <laughs> road stops. Road condition road stops. Yep. Oh, you think your roads are bad. At one point, we couldn't even tell if we were moving forwards or backwards. <laughs> <laughs> you think your roads are bad? These roads haven't been plowed since 1968, and they go uphill both ways. Well, our road here was nothing more than a snow-covered goat path along a precipice. Mm. One wrong move, and we would have plunged to a most gruesome death. (laughs) Well, the ruts in our roads are so deep that once you're in them, you don't get out. You're stuck there forever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least you're on a road. We don't even use the road. We pick a straight line and set out cross country. <laughs> well, we forge our own path through the snowy abyss as we defy winter's deathly throes like the true warrior. <laughs> the BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. I'm reading this book right now. Uh, that I got from the Calgary Public Library. Shout out CPL. Oh, good. Uh, Good shout out, yeah. It's a collection of essays by Chuck Klosterman. It's called Sex, Drugs, and Cocoa Puffs. And in one of these essays, he describes, this is the the 23 questions I ask everybody I meet in order to decide if I can really love them. 
Oh, wow. I was like, well, this is, this is fascinating. That's deep. And really, almost all 23 questions are pretty fascinating, and how somebody would answer them, I think, is is kind of interesting. So I would okay. like to ask you a few of these, Shauna. Okay. Maybe we'll do, I don't know, two or three here, and then we'll do a few more on the podcast. And okay. I honestly, I'd like to maybe eventually get through all of them. So maybe I'll ask you some more next week or something. Um, can I start here? Yeah. Okay. Let us assume you met a rudimentary magician. Let us assume he can do five simple tricks. He can pull a rabbit out of his hat. He can make a coin disappear. He can turn the ace of spades into a joker, so forth. These are his only tricks, and he can't learn any more. He can only do these five. However, it turns out that he he's doing these five tricks with real magic. It's not an illusion. He can actually conjure the bunny out of the ether, and he can move the coin through space. He's legitimately magical, but extremely limited in scope and influence. Would this person be more impressive than Albert Einstein? It's how you answer the question that I think is the tough question is the uh, fascinating part. And what was the the last? What what was he asking if he's more If the magician who can do like five simple tricks, but with real magic is more interesting than Albert Einstein is more impressive. I would say he's more impressive. Because that's something that no one can can do. Yeah, I, I that's how I answered it too. Like he's bending the the laws of physics. Yeah, here, so like things that are cannot be explained. Not that Einstein wasn't amazing in what he discovered, but that's stuff that anyone could eventually discover. Right. Perhaps it's yeah. all within reality. Yeah, it's not okay. That's how I answered too. Okay. Here's number two. Let us assume a fully grown, completely healthy Clydesdale horse has his hooves shackled to the ground while his head is held in place with thick rope. He's conscious and standing upright, but completely immobile. And let us assume that for some reason, every political un- prisoner on earth will be released from captivity. If you can kick this horse to death in less than 20 minutes. You're allowed to wear steel-toed boots. Oh Would you attempt God. to do this? Would you try to kick the horse to death, knowing that it can't like turn and attack you? And if you're successful, everybody who's imprisoned wrongfully for political causes around the world gets out. Probably not. You wouldn't do it? I don't know if I'd have the strength to do it first. And second of all, I'd have to do it in under 20 minutes. Yeah. And that would there's doubtful that I'd be able to do that. And then I would have just killed a horse and for not no helped anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I answered the same way. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know. I don't think I could kick a horse to death even with steel-toed boots. They're huge. Clydesdale. And the amount of... uh, Yeah, no. No. And then... The horrors that would ensue in your own life when you wouldn't be able to make it happen. No. If you failed, yeah. Not only did you help nobody, you also like... just beat out. Tortured no. this horse for no reason. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's no. all right. Okay, here's the last one. Okay. Uh, or the last one I'll ask you today. Uh, you meet your soulmate. However, there is a catch. Every three years, someone will break both of your soulmate's collarbones with a crescent wrench, and there is only one way you can stop this from happening. You must swallow a pill that will make every song you hear for the rest of your life sound as if it's being performed by Alice in Chains. When you hear Creedence Clearwater Revival on the radio, it will sound to your ears like it's being played by Alice in Chains. If you see Radiohead live, every one of their tunes will sound like it's being played by Alice in Chains. Same with commercial jingles on TV. When you sing to yourself in the shower, you will sound like deceased Alice vocalist Lane Staley performing a cappella. Would you swallow the pill? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So you'd only basically only listen to Alice in Chains. It would suck because I'd love a variety of music, so... It- <laughs> I'd get pretty sick of Lane Staley's voice. I'm sure that. That being said, I, I wouldn't be like, uh, okay, no, my level, my life here, you're getting your collarbone broken again every three years. Every three yeah, years. which just, just sounds horrible. Sounds awful. But no. so does I mean, I and I like Alice in Chains. But I do too. Only listening to Alice in Chains for the rest of your life. That's probably the go, toughest question of all of these. Oh. <laughs> you'd go crazy, wouldn't you? But again, if it's the love of my life, yeah, God, I call. <laughs> 
Lane. Every time you hear any song, you're just no like, more Lane. I hope you appreciate your collarbones because. <laughs> v and S in 20 minutes or less. Okay, I want to ask you a few more here since we got time on the podcast. Okay. Let us assume there are two boxes on a table. In one box, there is a relatively normal turtle. In the other, Adolf Hitler's skull. You have to select one of these items for your home. If you select the turtle, you can't give it away and you have to keep it alive for two years. If either of these parameters are not met, you will be fined $999 by the state. If you select Hitler's skull, you're required to display it in a semi-prominent location in your living room for the same amount of time, although you will be paid a stipend of $120 per month for doing so. Display of the skull must be apolitical. Which option do you select? Do you take the turtle and try to keep it alive for two years, knowing that if you don't... I mean, I have to be honest, $999 isn't that much. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind having a turtle. This book was written in 2004, so there's inflation. Okay, fair. (laughs) But still, I think I'd go with the turtle. You'd go with the turtle, hey? I'd go with the turtle. Yeah, it's not a huge penalty, and it's also not a huge win to have to... Although, I mean, like if you had Hitler's skull on on your coffee table... I think it would just creep me out, just having a skull on my... That's the main thing. Anybody's like, skull? Just a skull, yeah. And and, and Hitler's especially, like, that. it just... I don't know. I'm like, hmm. I think would, that would just creep me out a bit. What would people think if they came over and they're like, is that a real skull? And you're like, yeah, it's Hitler's. Well, and it, they said semi-prominent, so if like, people passing by saw it, and then you have to explain it to everybody all the time. Like, ugh. It might change your relationship with a few people. Yeah. And so would the turtle. It's true, you, but... you got to get home to feed the turtle. My friends had turtles. They were cute. Because so you'd go with the turtle. I'd go with the turtle. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about you? I think I'd do the skull. Yeah. Yeah, because it would just be... I mean, you want to talk about a conversation piece. It sure would be a conversation start. So would the turtle, though. Well, when they said the display of the... Yeah, that's true. The display of the skull has to be apolitical. So are you not allowed to, like, say... You know, it's... It's a curiosity. Like you, you can't say anything yeah. about the politics of it. You have to just say it's a skull. Because I mean, anybody who knows you is going to know that you're not a Nazi. So, yeah. but still, you having a skull on your coffee table is weird. Yeah, it's pretty freaky. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty freaky. <laughs> oh, I liked this one, and I asked a good friend of mine this one the other day. You've won a prize. The prize has two options, and you can choose either, but not both. The first option is a year in Europe with a monthly stipend. Am I saying stipend right? I don't know. Of $2,000, the second option is 10 minutes on the moon. Which option do you select? So you can you can go anywhere in Europe, 2000 bucks a month to do it. Again, we'll in, account for inflation here. Or you get 10 minutes on the moon. Well, I assume our answer for this is going to be different because I think I'd pick Europe. Yeah? It's just a longer amount of time to experience and explore, whereas 10 minutes on the moon... I feel like I'd just be up there and then I'd quickly forget it. It would be amazing at the time, but it's like that's just, just 10 minutes. It's funny. My friend mentioned his memory, too. He's like, would, like would, would, I, would I remember it well enough? I'm a, I have a terrible memory, so that plays into it for me as well. Like, I don't know if I'd remember it well enough to... What about your traveling memories? Yeah. Would and you forget that, those, too? I do, but at least it's a longer amount of time, right? True. So more stuff to kind of remember. Yeah, that's true. More time to make memories. Yeah. My friend asked, do I get the trip there and back, or am I just dropped on the moon mm. for 10 minutes? Because, I mean, the whole, that's like, launch experience and the, the three-day trip there and the three-day trip back would be awesome, too. Yeah. Or are you just, like, teleported to the moon for 10 minutes? I think I'd take the moon. I know you would. Yeah. Just, I mean, like, to look up at the moon and be like, yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Like, 
I mean, it's a great bra bragging rights for sure. Too. Yeah, and it's an experience that almost nobody else has. Whereas, true, lots of people have been to Europe. Yeah, yeah. But for me, again, like it's just be a longer amount of my life that I would get this experience more. Okay. Than, so yeah. it comes down to your shitty memories. It, or your base comes <laughs> back to my bad memory for sure. <laughs> You know where you can create good memories? Oh! Oh! Man, is she smooth. Oh, man. <laughs> Whoopee! Shane Holmes, quicker possession duplexes. Starting from the 490s, the 1,624 square foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and next level soundproofing. For more info, visit ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. Here's a TV trope for you that I see a lot. A, lot. Uh, a main character getting a haircut. Okay. It always signifies a big change, or the badass assassin shaves off all her head to show she's going in deep. It means big, big business. Cutting your own hair means that, yeah, you're going on a, yep. a spree, you're running away from something, mm -hmm. you're, yeah. They're always used to signify a big transformation. Yes. A woman shaving her head, it's always something really major in her life that's transforming, right? Like completely changing. It's so funny you mention that, because the show that I'm watching right now, the main character had her head shaved in the episode I watched last night, and it was... Was a major, it was an Orthodox Jewish woman who shaved her head after she got married. I don't know if that's a tradition in Orthodox Judaism, um, but she's crying during it because it's emotional. Bonus yeah. points if she's crying while she oh gets her God. head shaved, yep. right? That's huge. Yeah, yeah, like V for Vendetta. Yeah, um, but it's it's kind of a cliche. This they they kind of use it as a a way just to signify that no matter what, there's a big change. Well, you you talk about it, we know about it, but then you have to get your hair cut to just really, really hammer it home. Yes, for so, sure. That's a good one. Yeah, um, it's, a big it's one. funny because when this was happening on screen, McKenna was, I was watching with McKenna and she's like, Could you imagine having to shave off all your hair? And then she looked at me and she was like, Oh, never mind. Because <laughs> I just did that recently. You did. I wasn't crying during it. No. But I mean, it's totally different for a woman than it is for, it does, for a guy. It is. And, and not to mention, this happens sometimes when you go over like a, a breakup or something happens too, and then the woman will shave her head. And I'm like, Okay, that doesn't happen in real life. No, she cuts bangs and then regrets it. Yeah, like no woman is t no woman is taking off all her hair, okay, just because you broke her heart. No, like that is not something so. that women are going to do. No. She's shaving off all her hair when shees going killing. Yes. That's what's going to happen. Well, she's on a killing spree. <laughs> yep. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So at this time of year, it, of course, everybody's talking about how you get a little bit down, you know, Sads comes yes. into play. It's always a dark time of of year, and um, you know after the holiday, I think a lot of people kind of hit that wall of yep. um, you know post Christmas cheer. I suppose I thought that because that would be a great time for what are you grateful for? Any time that we find the news gets us down or that sort of thing, we always like to count our blessings. We do, yeah. With a little segment called "What Are You Grateful For?" So, what are you grateful for? I'm grateful for so much, Shauna. Oh, that's good. I don't know why this one popped into my head, but. You know, I've, I'm grateful to live in a democracy. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful to live in a place where if you don't like your elected leaders at any level of government, you can get together and kick them out. Yeah. And it's not, I mean, it's not the easiest thing to do. And nope. there's all, I mean, there's some greasiness that happens there as well. Yeah. Um, so, but, you know, for, for many people around the world and throughout history, if you, if, you know, if the, the ruler was a dick, too bad. Yeah. You, know, you can't even say anything about it, right? That's so, true. Um, I'm grateful that we can come on here. We can speak our minds, and even you know, just as a as a citizen, you can just say what you think about the government, and you're allowed to not be you, thrown in jail or executed right. or whatever else. Yeah, and you can organize, and you can 
you know, get people to vote and you can get rid of that person if they're bad enough. So totally. I like that. Uh, this one's super basic, but I don't even know if I've ever used it before, but just my health. Like I was thinking, you know, it's just uh, very grateful that I am, you know, able-bodied and I'm up and moving around and I'm not super sick. And there's a lot of people who can't say any of that. So yeah, it seems they, really, really simple, but it's just like, man, that's that's a big one. And they say once you have health issues, once your health goes, nothing else really matters, right? No. That's by far the most important thing. So Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that is, the health of you and your family. You and your family. You and yours. Those yes. are both great things to be grateful for. They are. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Etymology with Shauna. This is an etymology quickie for you, Feckler. Just a quick one, It's hey? a quick one. Uh, I learned the etymology of the word Arctic yesterday, and it comes from the Greek arctos, which means bear. And this is because the constellation Ursa Major, which is, again, translated to the greatest she-bear, can be seen anywhere in the northern sky. So they named really? it... Arctos. Ursa Major's the Big Dipper, I think. After that constellation. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I had uh, no idea. I didn't either. And Antarctic then means place not of the bear. <laughs> or bearless. Uh, which is interesting because there are no polar bears in Antarctica. Right. Which is... I. I forgot about. So it also kind of makes sense when you think of it that There's way. There's no Ursa Major, Ursa Minor? Nope. And nope, no bears. bears. So, so we got... Place not of the bear. So we have here? bear... Bears and then down there. No bears. No bears. I'm going to call for that from this point point forward. <laughs> We're taking a cruise to no bears next month. Yeah, to where? It's going to be beautiful. No bears. Yeah, yeah. No bears. <laughs> you know. Etymology with Shauna. BNS in 20 minutes or less. We got a notice from the city uh, that we owed a few thousand dollars in property taxes. Oh no! Oh man, McKenna was sick. What she was just like, she was like physically sick. And that's a terrible time to get it right after Christmas. Oh man, she was just like, oh. No. She was thinking she had overlooked something with our bills, right? Because she handles all that stuff at right. our house. She handles all the, the bill payment and making sure everything gets paid. But yeah. so she's like, oh, no, what did I miss? Like, uh, and now we owe thousands uh, of dollars. But then we figured out that it's paid along with the mortgage. Oh, okay. So, like, you can, like, build your property taxes into your mortgage, and then, then the mortgage company, the, the lender, pays it, like, once a year. So you just have to let the city know that, like, oh, okay. That well, it will better. be paid. It's just happening in a lump sum annually from the lender and not from us month to month. So poor McKenna, though, she was so drained from the stress of that. I can't imagine. She was relieved, you know, finding out that we didn't owe all that money. Yeah. But then just like whooped after. (laughs) Although, I mean, yeah. I, th- th- it's almost like free money after that. If you think it's gone and then it's it's not. That's what I said. For me, it was like, uh, we're up. We're up a few thousand dollars today because I, in my head, I'd already spent that money. I yeah. was like, all right, well, that'll come out of our savings and it's just, it's gone. It is what it is. Yeah. But I was like, oh, this is great. Oh. We got a few thousand dollars more today than I thought we were going to have. So I know. So it's not really how it works. No, but, but that's how our human brains yes. work. In your mind, that's how if it works. If it's already spent in your mind, it's just as good as being free money. <laughs> that's how I see it. I was like, order pizza tonight. We're celebrating. <laughs> BNS in 20 minutes or less. So as you know, there's a massive doctor shortage in Canada. And uh, I was reading yesterday about how it's only bound to get worse. And a lot of people, uh, even 
or a lot less people want to become doctors now. Yeah. Which, of course, after seeing what's happened in the last couple of years. It's always funny to me that people blame it on, because like, healthcare is a provincial jurisdiction and they blame it on the provinces. And I'm like, is there a province where healthcare is running really smoothly right now? No. No. Every province seems to be having the same issues. Yep. Shortage of healthcare workers, That's long wait times. Some people can't even get a doctor, can't even go see a doctor. In I know. So it's like, it's Canada a Canada-wide wide problem. It truly is. But I was wondering, I was like, do you think we could could help with this? Do you think we could make doctors sexy? So that more people would consider a career in medicine? Just, yeah, because we're clearly, we're experiencing the shortage and again, less people are getting into the profession itself. I was like, maybe, maybe the, the maybe they need us. Can't hurt. No. It can't hurt, Shauna. It sure can't. We could try to make doctors sexy. sexy. Ooh, I'm an expert in anatomy. <laughs> Take your clothes off and put this robe on instead. Really shows off your temper. Mm. <laughs> yeah, let me know if there's any pain. Ooh. Catheter? I hardly know her. <laughs> mm. Yeah, ah, spit all over it. Oh, uh. Jesus. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. Give me some of that GP action. <laughs> I said GP, not DP. Yeah, I wasn't sure. GP, general <laughs> practitioner. <laughs> You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. Want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less down Downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.